find it a joy and a privilege and an honor, hallelujah, to be standing here today before you, hallelujah. I tried to be pretty, but the Holy Ghost says no, so <laughs> I'll just cry it all off, amen. Praise the Lord. So uh, when Sister Joyce was doing worship, she said a lot of the things that I have here. Hallelujah. I'm going to be talking about peace in the storm today. And what Sister Joy said verbatim, everybody sitting here has either come out of a storm, in the storm, or on their way to a storm. But the beauty of that is in knowing that the Bible says, lo, I am with you always. God said, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So it doesn't matter what we're going through, we know that God is with us. My father used to say all the time, into each life, some rain must fall. And as a kid, you know, you heard it, but it's like, whatever, okay, <laughs> whatever. But as you grow older and you start going through life, when life starts lifing, you gotta know that, all right, God, I gotta hold on to you. I gotta hold on to the anchor, which is you, amen? I gotta hold on to the one who has all answers. I gotta hold on to the one who has all power. I have to hold on to the one who never let me down, never forsaken me, never walked me away from me, never left me hopeless, never left me shipwrecked and just dashed on the stones talking about figure it out, you'll be okay, I'll go over here. He has always been there, always giving us answers, always holding us up, always encouraging us, always sending somebody our way to give us what we need so that we can go on, amen? Hallelujah. So we're going to go to the scripture. We're going to go to Matthew 4, 35, and we're going to read it to verse 41. And while you're going there, Jesus was teaching by the seaside. And the crowd grew so big that he had to get on a boat to push off from the shore so he could speak to the people without being thronged and pushed around and you know you know how people do oh jesus wait but my son oh jesus my you know i need oh jesus he had to push off from the sea so he could accomplish what he had set out to do and that's teach the people amen so i'm gonna be reading from the king james version i tried to do another version but i know this is a king james house <laughs> So I complied, you know. <laughs> ah, okay, verse 35 says, And the same day when the even was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over unto the, unto the other side. So this is after his time in ministry was over. Then he told him and his disciples, Let's go to the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him, even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. 
And he was in the hinder part or the back part of the ship. And when you see ship, you don't mean a carnival cruise line size ship. It was a boat, you know, that accommodated he and his disciples. So, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master or teacher, carest thou not that we perish? Don't you care? Don't you see what's going on here? This boat is filling up with water. We about to die. Please wake up and help us out. Because he was full on sleep, rocking and a rolling on that ship with the water coming in. And have you ever watched like the greatest catch or whatever that show is where they're on the Bering Sea and they're fishing for crab and sometimes the waves get really rocky and this big old boat goes up on the crest of the wave and the water comes in. And when I was reading that, I thought of this. It's like the water is coming into the boat. They are reeling and rocking and Jesus is sleeping. Carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? In other words, how is it that I'm with you all these days and you've seen me do great miracles, you've seen me heal, you've seen me deliver, you've seen me break through for people, you've seen me do all kinds of things and you talk about, we're dying? <laughs> how is it that you don't have any faith when I'm with you? They are in the storm with the Prince of Peace. They are in the storm with the master of all creation. They are in the storm with the God that created them and they thought they were gonna die. How many know that when we are in our storm, sometimes our emotions take over before we go to God? How many times have you went through a storm and said, Lord, what am I gonna do? How is this gonna work out? How is this gonna, you know, how is this gonna pan out? What is gonna happen to me? What is gonna happen to my finances? What is gonna happen when the doctor walks back in this room? We gotta hold on to God's peace. We've got to be sure that we are walking in God's peace so that no matter what happens, no matter what the doctor says, no matter how our bank account is on negative $22, we know that God's got us because he is our source. He's the source that we draw from. He is all in all. He's got all power. There is nothing, nothing, nothing that can happen to us outside of God's knowledge and outside of his will. And if we trusted him with all of our heart, all things will be well. Amen. Hallelujah. So that last scripture, that last uh, line, it says, and they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this? that even the wind and the sea obey him. The wind and the sea obey him. Let me tell you, by way of testimony, <laughs> July 24th, after my day of work, I work from home, 
I was walking down the stairs, I had my phone in my left hand, and then my, phone, my left arm just went limp. And I'm like, what? what? So after I stood there, like, not believing what just happened, I went upstairs to my son, I said, hey, you know, and I told him what happened. So I said, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go downstairs, I'm gonna get dressed, and you're gonna take me to ER, okay? <coughs> they did every test, they did MRIs and CAT scans of my brain and such and so and blah, blah, blah. So the doctor comes in and says, uh, we're admitting you because we need to run some tests. So it looks like you had a TIA, mini stroke. So I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I spent the night in the hospital. They took a trillion tests. So the next day they came in and they explained the TIA situation. And before I was discharged, I had another doctor come in and said, oh yeah, we found this situation with your heart and you need to see a cardiologist. Now, I'd already had a situation in my heart, <clears throat> but this is something different, extra, new. So I went to the cardiologist, fast forward, and he said, hey, has anyone ever told you such and so and so? No. Has anyone ever told you something and so and so? Mm -mm. He said, well, it looks like Everybody's heart pumps between 50 and 70%. All the medical professionals, okay, you're nodding head. <laughs> he said, your heart is pumping at 30%. So he says, I wanna know why. So I'm gonna schedule this test and that test and I'm gonna give you this medicine. So I go home and you know, the first thought is, Lord, I'm gonna die. And, and I had been having palpitations for like a week and a half before this whole arm thing happened. So after I got past my emotions, I started saying, when people started saying, hey, how you doing? And I would tell them, I said, but Jesus is keeping me alive. Jesus is keeping me alive. And my doctor said, look, we gonna, we need to strengthen your heart. So keep working out, take this medicine, eat right, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. And when I have palpitations the other day, I'm telling you, I gave the devil such a tongue lashing. I was like, you are not gonna heart. You are gonna pump the way you were designed to pump. I am not gonna be palpitating all day, every day. We are gonna be, we're gonna live and not die. Heart, you have to come in line with what the Bible is saying. I am a child of God. I am more than a conqueror. I am an overcomer, and I'm going to walk in victory, and I'm going to walk in healing. Amen? So no matter what the doctor is saying, no matter what the prognosis is, rest in the peace of God. He will give you peace that passes all understanding. You don't understand it. You don't get it. I don't know why I'm feeling like carefree and like, oh, well, you know what? Ain't nothing. And I always tell Lewis when we're going through a situation, look, we've done all we could do. Now get your popcorn. Sit down and watch God work. We're not going to worry. We're not going to fret. We're not going to be troubled. We're not going to be nervous. We are not going to worry. We're not going to be anxious. We're not doing none of that. We trust in, in God, and we are going to rest in the peace of God. Amen?
So whatever you're going through, rest in the peace of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the devil starts talking to you, you talk back to him. The Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee. So when he comes to you, you push back. You fight back. You give him the word of God. You tell him where to go, how to get there, and how long he needs to stay there. You come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Sometimes I think that we, you know, are getting beat up by the enemy because we're not using the word and we're not trusting God and we're not telling him, no, you can't say that to me. I come against you right now. I cancel every word that you whispered in my ear. I cancel every word that you tried to make me believe. I cancel every lie that you've ever told me about myself. I cancel it. I am who God says I am. I am his daughter. I am a child of God. I can do all things. Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen. All right. Come on and sit down and let's keep going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, hallelujah. And when you go through a storm, whether it's financial, whether it's emotional, whether it's psychological, whether it is relational, whether it is physical, you tell the Lord, I give this to you. I surrender this to you. This is too big for me to handle, so I give it to you. Only you can fix this, so I give it to you. My self-esteem is a little too low, so I give it to you, and I take on your confidence. Oh, God, my anxiety is off the charts, so I give it to you, Lord, and you give me your peace. You give me calm. Lord, give me what I need to go through what I need to go through victoriously. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Second Thessalonians 3 and 16. And we're not going to be here for too much longer. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by all means the lord be with you all always by all means always by all means that means god will do what he's got to do to give you the peace that you need to overcome always by all means so when you're struggling god is going to give you peace just call on him lord i need your peace lord i need to rest in you this is really making me nervous god so give me your peace i'm gonna tell you that uh i'm a frequent flyer no brag just i fly a lot and I had every, every flight you can walk away from is a good flight. But sometimes <laughs> when you're going through turbulence, you don't think you're going to walk away from it. And I've been through a lot of flights that was just hair raising. And, you know, the captain comes on and says, uh, we're going to ask the flight attendants to take a seat because we're, we're about to go through some rough air. So I want everybody who's, uh, you know, moving about the cabin to go to their seats and put their seatbelts on. And Lord, I start praying. And I've been through some really horrendous turbulence. And you know what I do? I strap myself in 
And I say, okay. I say my prayer, and then I say, I'm gonna have to trust Peter the pilot and all his hours of aviation history to get me through this turbulence so that we can land safely. And we go through the worst turbulence on earth, but we land safely. <laughs> so, as you clap, when you go through the turbulence of life, you gotta trust that God knows what he's doing. He's had hours of experience. <laughs> he's been in this game a really, really long time. And he knows how to get his people through. He knows how to navigate the rough patches, even though you're gonna have to go through them. You're gonna have to feel the bumps and the, you know, the drops and the, you know, altitude changes. You're gonna have to go through that. But rest assured that he has it all in control. He is gonna get to you to your expected end. He is gonna get you to your destiny. You are not going down. He's gonna take you where you gotta go. But we gotta trust him. As much as we trust Peter the pilot, we gotta trust Jesus even more. He's got it all under, the, under control. Hallelujah. And we know that all things work together for good. Hallelujah. For those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, we know that it's all going to, look, if you serve in Jesus, you better serve him with all your heart and mind. You better love him and you better believe that every word in his word is true. Every word in his word you can depend on. Every word in his word you can rely on. You can take that to the bank let me tell you come on I'm here I'm just here to to encourage you just a little bit you can walk in the peace of God and go through the literal fire go through the flood go through the changes of life go through situations and challenges and come out unscathed come out with your right mind come out with a smile on your face giving God praise even in the worst situation you open your mouth and you give God glory you tell him how much you care tell him how much you love him tell him how much you believe that he said he would and he will and that's it you give God all the praise that is due him he's not looking for your praise after the fact he's looking for your praise in the storm give God all the praise give him all the glory give him all the adoration tell him how much you trust him tell him Lord I believe help that piece of unbelief that's still alive in me come on amen hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. There was a person I spoke to a couple of days ago, and they were having an issue at work. And their boss was, you know, giving them a hard time and just kind of disrespecting them a little bit and getting other people to disrespect the person too. And the person, you know, has a pretty high level job. And <clears throat> so we were talking. And, you know, I told this person, I said, look, I speak peace over you. I speak God's peace over you. 
We gonna let God be God in this situation. You are great. God created you with greatness in you. And if they don't see the greatness that is in you, that's a them problem, not a you problem. So we speak, I speak peace over you and you go in there and you show love and you be patient and kind of low key and just get in there and exemplify the characteristics of the Lord. So the next, person, next day the person texts me and says, oh my God, Sally, because she talked bad about him and lied on him and all, ooh, the person, <laughs> okay, yeah, it was Lewis. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to shield him. Sorry, Lewis. I know you're watching. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going home today. <laughs> I'm gonna stay here. So he said, "Oh my God, Sally." came and apologized to me for what she said yesterday. I said, praise the Lord. I said, look, you know, the Lord said he would make, prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. So, you know, the Lord is doing what he does. We just gotta be consistent in what we do. We just gotta do what God says and watch God work in our lives, amen? All right, I'm almost done. Let's go to Philippians 4. Six and seven. It says, be careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. That is the key. Thank the Lord, even though times are hard. Thank the Lord, even when your heart is broken. Thank the Lord, even when it looks like you're going down for the third time. Lord, I thank you because I know you are in this with me. Lord, I thank you because I know you're going to work this out. I don't know how. I don't know when, Lord. This is hard. This is hurtful. Lord God, I'm confused. I'm scared. Lord, I feel like I don't have a friend in the world. I am frustrated and all those other things. But I thank you, Lord. I thank you because I know you've done it before you come through before you've healed before you've delivered before you have taken someone out of a hole Lord before and I know that you're gonna do it for me amen hallelujah but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be known unto God now, I'm not talking about, you know what, God? I want to win the super trillion dollar lotto. Give me the numbers. We're not talking about that. <laughs> we talk about not praying amiss. We talk about praying according to God's will for our life. Amen? We talk about save my children, Lord. We talk about, Lord, I know you can make a way, and I ask that you would make a way for me today. Lord, touch my body. Touch my mind. Lord, make a way for my brother, for my sister. Those are the kind of prayers we talk about. Not crazy prayers, even though use crazy faith. You know what I'm saying? But we're not praying crazy prayers to Jesus. We're not wasting our time praying crazy prayers. Lord, give me a husband. 
I know, that's on the top of God's prayer list every day, all day long. And yes, that, it, that in it of itself is not a bad prayer, but pray and leave it. Let God work it out. Let God send you the mate, whether you're a man or woman, let God send you the mate that is designed for you. But that's not on my notes, so we're not gonna do all of that, amen? All right. So, so if you're going through a hard time, and this is, I got 12 minutes and this is perfect, because I'm, I'm gonna wrap this up. If you're going through a hard time, walking in the presence of God, while in a difficult situation, I want, I'm gonna show it, I wanna join, I want to share three points that I believe will help you. Point one, ask God to restore my trust in you. Restore my trust. Somewhere I have gotten off track. Somewhere I'm looking at my storm and it's bigger than you are. Somewhere I'm looking at my challenge like you can't help me out of it. Restore my trust in you. Restore that piece of me that is not believing fully that you can do it for me. Yeah, you did it for them, but will you do it for me? Will you remember all the wrong I've done and say, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. remember all that stuff you did? Remember what you said? Remember how you was acting? You're not getting none of this that you asked him for. Sometimes when we have a past that is, you know, colored, we feel that God is marking us out, counting us out. But that is not the truth. When you give your heart to the Lord, he will come through for you. Amen? So I'm going to read this scripture, Psalm 51, 10 through 12. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right steadfast spirit within me. And steadfast means loyal faithful and committed. Renew that spirit in me, Lord. Cast me not away from your presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly, above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. How weak is the power that works in you? Is the power within you strong that you believe that God can do over and above what he says? Or are you just kind of eking through, the Lord, it says that you can do it, but ooh, I don't know. You gotta restore that portion of you, that trust that you lost, amen? Recharge your spiritual battery. Now, Marlene, we were coming here and she said, oh, I forgot my phone. Oh my God. How many feel hopeless and just out of sorts if you leave your phone? <laughs> if your phone dies and you're at the grocery store, it's like, ah, ma'am, do you have a charger? <laughs> we have to restore our spiritual battery. We can't be so engrossed in CNN and social media and our phones and everything else, binge watching this, that, and the other, and we are leaving God on the side, and he's not a priority. When he's a priority, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. 
So we got to get rid of this addiction to our electronics. And I, you know, I am a charter, you know, member of the Distraction Club. And, you know, when, at the end of my day when I'm sitting at home and I'm like, okay, hey, what am I going to watch? Judge Judy reruns. Yeah. And I got nothing but time. And the Lord does remind me, look, turn that off. Sit with me. Get in your word. And the last point is trust God and obey his word. How can you walk in the peace of God and you're not obeying his word? My last scripture of the day is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. I'm just going to pray over everybody right quick. Father, we just give you praise, and we honor you today, Lord. We just thank you for your peace. We thank you for your sweet rest. We thank you, Lord, for your joy. We thank you for provision. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are able to supply us with everything that we need. So everyone who is in this room and is struggling, Lord, and need your peace, I ask God that you would rest heavy on them. I ask that they would go to your word and re-energize themselves by your word. I ask that they would be restored to you. I ask that you would re uh, restore the joy of your salvation in their lives. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would rest on them. I ask that you would whisper to them in the night hours. I ask God that you would be with them, that you would woo them, that you would call them back to yourself, Lord, so that in situations that are challenging, they can rest in your peace. They can walk in your peace, the peace that passes all understanding, the peace that, uh, you, you know, we don't even understand how we're going through such a dark place, but we have your peace. Lord, give it to them in the name of Jesus. Your word says, I will keep them in perfect peace if they keep their mind on me. Lord, help us to keep our mind on you always. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Come on and put your hands together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.